Good day, and welcome once again to Majesco's The Future of Insurance podcast series with industry influencers. I am really thrilled today to have a person who has become a great friend and colleague over the last couple of years, Vivian Lee, who is the principal at Avanta Ventures. Welcome, Vivian. Thank you, Denise. Thanks for having me. So, Vivian, why don't you give a little bit of background on yourself and your role at Avanta Ventures, and in particular, kind of um, how you guys are involved in InsureTech. I started my career in management consulting, and I transitioned from corporate strategy to ventures when I was at Hewlett Packard many years ago. During my career, because of my involvement with uh, startups at ventures, I've also built out a marketing function at a Series B startup, um, working at a startup itself, and advise a lot of these uh, small companies. The insurance industry is going through a lot of changes, and I'm uh, on the CSAA corporate ventures team, Avanta Ventures because I see this as a great opportunity. Our fund was started in mid-2017, and we're actively investing in insurtech, mobility, and also in um, areas that would help us advance the customer experience. We have now seven portfolio companies, and I look forward to helping CSAA Insurance Group capitalize on these new technologies and business models. That's great. You know, we met at the Silicon Valley Insurance Accelerator a couple of years ago, and both of us have seen a lot of new insure techs kind of come through, both some technology firms and some data firms, analytics firms, but also some MJs that are moving into full-stack insurers that have kind of come both SVIA as well as other accelerators. How do you guys go about evaluating the potential of them? We have a standard framework that we apply on each deal. For example, we look at whether a company is solving the right problem that we care about, what is the market size, and what is the market dynamic. But there are definitely specific issues that we drill down on in in each deal. We also spend a lot of time on vetting the team. We want to invest in the right experience, personality, and team dynamic. In the insurtech space, customer acquisition cost and loss ratio are the two important areas that the startups have to solve for. And we look for startups that already have these experience in acquiring the right customer and also have developed models that keep the consumers coming. On the loss ratio side, we look for companies that have developed the intelligence that can acquire the right segment of customers and keep this loss ratio down. For example, our portfolio company Keen Insurance is a good example of that. They leverage a lot of um, They told us that it's thousands of data points to make the most relevant policy recommendation for the home. And then they personalize the most relevant questions for each application when an applicant goes online to apply for home insurance. And these new data sources enable them to accelerate the customer acquisition and improve the actuarial process. Great. InsureTech really kind of came to the forefront getting at the end of 2015, where it kind of exploded into the marketplace and the the amount of investment there has been uh, pretty tremendous. How do you see the impact of InsureTech on the overall insurance, uh, insurance industry? What's your view on that over the last four to five years? Yes, I know that right basically after fintech, insurtech has become uh, a hot sector. The end consumers and businesses, especially the small businesses, are the winners of these innovations. As an example, filing a customer claims used to be very cumbersome 
And now we have these self-service phone apps, companies like Snapsheet, Automobile Claims, and Planner for Home Claims. That allows you to take claim pictures, and you can pretty much get an estimate almost immediately. And this vastly simplified the much more cumbersome legacy claim process that involve a lot more resources. Another example that I have seen is in the SMB space where policies are written for the spectrum of small businesses that range from construction workers to small business restaurant owners. There's a huge diversity in that space and it's very difficult to write policies for them. And these desk agents used to have to gather a lot more paperwork and conduct a lot more researches to underwrite the right policy. But now we've got standard processes and digitization to look at um, a lot of data outside automatically with companies like Tureen Labs, making this underwriting just a lot largely much more automated. And I think that the consumers and also the small businesses are largely benefiting from this. I couldn't agree with you, Lauren. I know you and I have talked about this from the consumer and SMB research that we've been doing for four years, and we're just going to get ready to start kicking off our, our next iteration of that. What's been really fascinating over these last four to five years is really seeing the rapid change in expectations. We often talk about the millennials and Gen Z, which obviously are really, you know, very digitally engaged generations. But increasingly, the older generations are as well as they become more adept at using different digital technologies or companies like um, Uber or Amazon or Netflix. Their expectations have dramatically changed, are accelerating now as well to want to do business in a different way that every insurer really needs to go and, and really think about much more strategically. And unfortunately, you know, there's not a, not a lot of time for some people to be able to do that because the pace of change is happening so rapidly. You agree? Yes, and I can't wait to see your research, Denise. Well, it'll be uh, early next year. So, you know, as we've kind of evolved here over the last four to five years, what's really exciting is the emergence of unicorns in the insurance industry. Some of the full-stack insurer or MGAs that have um, kind of come into the industry and now have valuations of over a billion dollars in just a really short period of time as compared to the decades or even centuries uh, for some insurers to have even that um, level of valuation. I think that that's really brought the insure tech perspective to the forefront at the board level and the C-level in most of the insurance companies and mm-hmm. really are really forcing them to kind of rethink their their view of their companies from an operating model standpoint and maybe from a technology standpoint. How do you think that these unicorn billion-dollar valuation companies from InsureTech should inspire these companies to innovate? Yeah, I think this is a very timely topic because uh, Lemonade Roots and Root and Metro Miles results just came out. They're all working on improving the loss ratios um, as their loss ratios are just much higher than the incumbents. But I think at the end of the day, they, they are able to get the valuation that they do. It's because they provide solutions that transform the traditional customer experience, which I think is really making the traditional reinsurers rethink how we're working with uh, customers. These um, unicorns are really bringing value that matters. 
but at the same time, they're they're primarily competing on price, which means that it's not really a sustainable advantage that they have, and so they really need to work on that loss ratio. As part of Avanta, we value customer experience highly, primarily because, um, and especially because our parent company, CSA Insurance Group, differentiate itself on providing superior customer experience rather than on pricing. And so that's why we have Avanta Ventures and that's why we have this group started to look for companies that can allow CSAA to transform the experience. Kind of tying into that, what technologies are you really excited about and what technologies are you guys looking at that really help that transformation and innovation? Yes, that's a great question, Denise. There's just so much going on in the insure tech and startup space. The ability to combine the vast amount of external data with internal data to identify specific segments to underwrite and create a new product is very exciting to me. And in addition to new technology, I also find that there are a lot of new business models such as bundling different insurance and products together so that customer needs can be satisfied with one bundle. So, for example, one of the um, organizations that Avanta Ventures sponsors is the Female Founders Intact competition. And one of the female founded um, company is called Surround Insurance. And they sell bundle insurance that covers uh, freelance workers' needs. So, for example, with one umbrella insurance, you'd be able to have coverage on apartment, on ride sharing, on bikes, on your mobile phone. So it's basically just you go to one place and all your needs are taken care of. So these are some of the new business models that I find to be very interesting. I think that's really exciting. I think it's really it's really great that you guys have really sponsored that women in InsureTech, given that, you know, we've often heard the stories about the difficulties for women to really kind of raise that money and to get that kind of profile in the industry, in other industries. And I think that for insurance, that's really great to have that forward, uh, that forward looking view. So congratulations. Thank you. Yes, I completely agree. One of the things that we've talked about, you know, you and I have often talked about some of the different insure techs out there and technology and data companies, and you've uh, recommended us to kind of talk to a few, and I've recommended to you a few. All of Mm -hmm. this kind of ties into this concept of ecosystems. Ecosystems are increasingly really, really important, which you know, we've really bought into as we're developing out our ecosystem with our eco digital first eco exchange. Mm-hmm. How do you see kind of the evolution of ecosystems in the insurance space? No different than really what's happened in other industries, you know, like with Apple and its ecosystem or Amazon and its ecosystem. And now we've got banking that's got different ecosystems partners and capabilities that really bring value to ultimately to the customer. I think that ecosystem is very exciting to me because it really accelerates adoption of new innovation. So for example, the Majesco ecosystem that you mentioned, or even some of your competitors, you have the capability to integrate with some of the newest and the latest technology that startups have to offer. So it allows um, large companies like us to immediately try out or basically test out some of these new technology without having to worry about integrating into our legacy system, which can take a very long time. And so it not only does it allow us to provide better customer service to our customer, it also allows us to go to market with uh, new products a lot faster. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that just happened this week, you and I didn't talk about this earlier, but it's, there's been a couple of them actually this week, um, bought an insure tech startup, Cover Wallet. And there was another company that just bought another insure tech startup. So mm-hmm. there's been a little bit of picking and choosing now starting of acquisition of some of these startups. You know, I posed a question out on LinkedIn actually to a group of, uh, of other industry influencers out there. And I kind of said, do, we, do you think that this is going to be the start of some of this picking some of the exciting and interesting insure techs that really are adding value and have maybe matured enough that they're going to really kind of um, be pulled in underneath some of the established or traditional companies, whether it's a technology company or it's a, a broker in the case of Aon or it's an insurer. Do you see some of that starting to happen, do you think, over the next 12 to 18 months, Vivian? I think so, especially that, you know, I think that there, when we talk to a lot of startups now, a lot of them are trying to raise a bigger round because they're worried about the downturn. And so there might be some concern about exiting as well if there, if there comes a downturn. And then the other, the other issue or the other opportunity, I guess, that we're facing is that we're seeing some of these really large companies, uh, large startup, well-funded startup that are that just continue to lose money so there might be pressure for them to they might start to have problem with raising additional funds so there might be problem or pressure for them to have exit and i think that you know their technology would be very beneficial to the incumbents and so we'll start to see you know more of them getting shopped around and so large uh, insurers would start buying them i think it's going to be an interesting next 12 to 18 months from that perspective so as you kind of, you know, think um, as we're close to ending 2019 and we're going to be getting 2020, where do you see industry, the insurance industry in the future and what really excites you as you look out, you know, the next couple of years? The, the amount of data that can be used by insurer has increased exponentially, especially that when we look at all the IoT products out there and then you've you've got AV just around the corner, so all the connected cars. And so it's it, this is really well beyond what the traditional model of insurance is and what was traditionally used by the actuarial department. So the ability to gain insight and build new products from these data through AI and other technology, computer vision, and such will determine who is going to win at the end of the day. In our near future, I think that it will be very customary to have quoting, binding, and claim submission on a digital device without the need to having to talk to anyone. Just like we're all used to buying things on the phone from Amazon and watching movies from Netflix. And I think that startups are already solving many of these different complexities. So it's, it'll be interesting to see who is going to, who are some of the startup going to win at the end of the day. We've been kind of tracking as really kind of who's leading, who's following, and who's a laggard. And it's going to be interesting to see who really, over the next couple of years, emerges as a leader, not just from the insure techs, but even from the incumbent insurers. Are they going to be investing enough to be able to do that and be the leaders of, of this next generation of insurance? Yeah, see who is able to adapt and adopt the fastest. Exactly. So my final question, uh, Vivian, that I like to ask everybody is if you could pick one word or a phrase to describe the future of insurance, what would it be? I guess uh, automation. Because a lot of the processes are currently done relatively manually by agents or call center. 
and they can very much easily be done on the phone. And so the more complicated policies and processes can also be solved by, you know, this large amount of data by AI. So I think the future is really automating a lot of these processes. That's great. So Vivian, thanks so much for your time and for your insights, and most importantly, for your leadership in the industry, helping it move forward to this new era of insurance that's really going to embrace a lot of uh, different operating models, different kinds of products, and obviously technology and data. And I look forward to uh, seeing you soon um, at one of the next events. Likewise. Thank you.